Shut up and sit down. This, my friends, is another beautiful episode of Third Shift. It's episode 195, and I want to welcome all of you to this wonderful party. As always, today it is a glorious day because you've got the inglorious bastard himself, Mr. Matt, here Mm -hmm. joining us, ready to rock and roll, talk about the wonderful news we've heard about today, and of course... The other guy, well, he's the one speaking right now. It's me, the light bearer, the light bringer, Mr. Eric, here to have a great day and have a whole bunch of fun talking about some of the new stuff we discovered today in the Gearbox world. But before we do any of that, we got to talk about our week. So I'm going to start it off and go pew, pew, pew. How was your week, Mr. Matt? Well, I got to say before we get into how the week was, because the week seems like it was like two weeks long. Because it feels like it's been forever since we did the show. And that's because I had four days off of just nonstop gaming and gloriousness. And it was it was the best thing there ever could be. So I played, of course, Animal Crossing. Been playing that. Not nonstop, but at least once a day ever since it came out. My island's getting even more repackaged and redesigned. I'm starting to spread people out and like make themed areas and all that good stuff. And then the Animal Crossing New Horizons Love transferred into Tetris 99, which had a limited time event where if you played it over that weekend that you know I had the four-day weekend of and earned enough points by playing random stuff, you could get an Animal Crossing theme, which was a lot of fun, but it's also very strange because Tetris 99 is a stressful game. I mean, because you, you're always under attack from other players, and you know when you get down to the being in the top 10, the blocks are coming at you fast and crazy. But the music that plays in that theme, it's just, you know, it's chill, it's Animal Crossing, do 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 do, and all the sound effects are like, boom, bitty, cheerful, mellow Animal Crossing music. So I'm like, this is totally not right, but at the same time, it puts me in that, that like Animal Crossing chill out, just kind of flow state. So you know, I got a couple top fives. I still haven't gotten a, a complete victory, but I'm getting up there. And so I got that first day just. You know, I played like 20 matches or 10 matches or whatever it was. Got the theme, played a few more. And then it got to the point where it was like, all right, too much Tetris 99. Put it away. So I started, since I had those four days off, I was like, you know what? I need to start beating some games. First game of beat, The Messenger. Finally went through, got that finished up. What an amazing game. What an outstanding game. Like, And what I loved is the further along I got... You know, I'm not a I'm a super like, you know, hard game beaten kind of guy. But the more the further along you get, the more used to all the stuff you can do you get. Like I was not a good cloud stepper and I wasn't good at, you know, judging the distance between these tiny gaps and, you know, hitting the enemies and doing the jumps and all the other things you had to do. But by the end of that game, even though I had that like year long break or whatever it was, by the end I was just I was hitting everything. I felt like the ninja. I felt like the messenger. Mm-hmm. Felt really good. So I beat that. I thought about going into the uh, the Pictic Panic DLC, but I kind of went, eh, you know, I'm, I'm done with Messenger for a while. So I watched somebody play the Picnic Panic DLC and went, wow, that looks really fun. But it was it would have been, you know, a few more hours of just, eh, eh. But instead I moved on to a game that I didn't really enjoy at, at all and I just wanted to power through and beat. And then I started liking it a lot more. And that's Ghostbusters Remastered that Howard lent to me like six months ago. And I played it once on stream and I went, wow, this this really sucks. I don't like it. And I went, well, but I've had it for all these months ever since. I need to beat it and get it back to Howard. 
And I started playing it, and then it started becoming more like Ghostbusters. Like the dialogue started kind of falling into place a little bit better. When it first started out, it just felt like, hey, here's a joke over here. I'm kind of a parody of my own character from the movies before. But as it went along, everybody seemed to kind of fall into their roles. The voice acting got better. You got more options for your pack and, you know, different stuff you could shoot, different energy things. And it got to be a lot of fun. And then I hit one wall of a challenge that was really impossible, figured it out, got past it, beat it. So overall, pretty good game. I can see why Howard likes it. It just it just didn't leave a very good first impression, in my opinion. But once you got past it, it became Ghostbusters. So beat that. Also beat two of the Lifeline games, the last two that I was been playing on my phone. The, uh, you know, send you text messages from a character in the game type games. Both of those were fantastic as well. It was Lifeline Flatline and Lifeline Crisis Line. My only beef is that both of those end on cliffhangers. And it's like, oh, you've helped this character as much as you can for now. And the whole Lifeline series is dead now. So, oh well, I've helped those characters as much as I can forever. Forever. Hip. Fare thee well. You have to do what you always love to do anyway, Matt, and just make believe their endings. That's true. I can make a better ending than anybody, so. Uh (laughs) But then I was sitting around bored. I think it was on Sunday, and I was like, man, I've been playing all these games, playing so much. Obviously, I played Persona 5 Royal a little bit here and there, too. And I was like, man, I I need to play something different. I've been beating all these games. I want to play a game that's pretty quick that I can beat, that's unique and cool and interesting. And during one of the Switch sales, I bought Bastion for like $2.99. You know, the Xbox Live Arcade game from way back, Isometric Perspective. Got the narrator, you know, the kind of Old West narrator telling you what the kid's been off doing. Played through that all in one sitting, beat it. Fantastic game. I had a blast with it. It was really cool. Loved all the different weapons, all the different abilities you can get with them. You know, I found two that I stuck with the whole time through, but just playing through that game and, you know... I, I really I can finally see now why it got all the buzz it did. Like I got so sick of hearing about it from every single gaming outlet back in the day. I was like, ah, I'll probably just never play that game. It's fine. Played it again and went, okay, yeah, they they had valid points. It really is amazing and cool. But smash through that, beat it. Absolutely loved it. Can't wait to play Transistor, the follow up from the same studio, which I got for I think three ninety nine on that Switch sale. And other than that. I mentioned Persona 5 Royal, but it bears repeating. I played it some more just a couple days ago. The best game ever made. So good. So much fun. I was in... (laughs) I was exhausted. I was in a terrible mood when I sat down to play it. And as soon as the opening bars of the music hit, you know, that anime intro, Uh uh, the weight of a thousand worlds was lifted off my shoulders. And I felt like a happy little kid again. And I went, yeah, I'm going to do this. And I hung out with all my friends and I did stuff, and I maxed out confidence, and it felt so good, and I got ultimate abilities and all these things. It was just amazing, and I love it. So I'm going to end my week on a great note right there. How was your week, Eric? Well, by golly, oh golly. So I also had a three-day weekend, not a four-day weekend, but I ended up doing a whole bunch of work. We had all sorts of stuff around this house to do, so we got cracking. We reorganized the basement. We redid the workout room. We redid all this stuff. Da 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 da. One of those scenarios where you're like, it's not stuff you, you're like, oh yeah, I can't wait to do this. Mm-hmm. Woohoo! But stuff that needed to be done. Some reorganization that had to get, you know, accomplished so that way our house is more aligned with what we want it to be at the end game. So worth doing. 
just sad because, of course, whenever you take a little time off, you're always like, I know I'm going to sit and play games and have the blast the whole time. It didn't work out. But I did game a whole bunch anyway. I'm jealous, though, Matt, because you're talking about you got to beat all these games. And I'm like, man, I got the messenger, and I'm halfway through that game. I should mm-hmm. probably beat that. I got Celeste. I'm in hell. I'm probably three-fourths even further along in that game. Mm-hmm. I should probably beat that. I didn't do any of those things, though, <laughs> because something's wrong with me. And they're on, those games are all on the PC. And I've got Into the Breach, which I'm like four or five levels in, mm-hmm. and I want to play. But that's also PC. And for whatever reason, now I've got this weird gimmick thing in my head where I'm like, well, it's not going to give me trophies on the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I've never, and never in my life, I've never cared about trophies. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's happening to me where I'm starting to go, well, I could play it on the PlayStation and get some trophies. I don't know where this is coming from. I don't understand. No, I got to agree with you because when I was playing through Bastion, I had that same thought. I was like, well, this was on Xbox. I could have gotten achievements for it. I could be playing it on my PlayStation right now, getting trophies for it. So I, I would when I started maxing out stuff, like you buy areas for your shop and all this other stuff, mm-hmm. I was like hammering through because I had money out the wazoo. And I was like, man, I just wish, I, I miss hearing pa-ching and seeing a little thing come up top. But, yep, at, but at the same time, trophy. at the same time, like I said with, I forget what other, else, other game I beat, it's nice to not have missing trophies. It's, so mm-hmm. it's, it sucks to not get them. But it's good to not feel like, oh, man, I'm missing out on these. Oh, I, I screwed out and didn't get this trophy that I could have gotten. Yeah, well, I better mess around and level up this weapon, too, so I can get that trophy. So I, mm-hmm. I feel your pain, dude. I feel you. Yeah, it's just weird. It was. It's just strange because I, I'd, I'm i not the person who's ever really cared about that kind of thing. Yeah. But for whatever reason, the years and years have kind of grinded on me and that little, that little sugar nugget right there, mm-hmm. like you said, of that trophy popping up in the corner and everybody getting to see that old Mahaga got himself another trophy in this mm-hmm. game. It's kind of gotten to me and I'm like, wow, here I am. Starting to be some kind of weirdo who wants to play all of his games to where he's recognized by his friends and peers that he did a thing. And I'm like, what's the matter? Nobody cares anyway. So I'm battling it. I'm battling it all, trying to get trying to get back into that groove where I, I don't care again because I got these great games on the PC that I want to play. <laughs> yeah, I got it. I got it, Eric. Well, I got it. As, as we're redoing the show here, we got to get a soundboard that both of us can hear. And as we're talking about the games we played, especially if we start beating them or like getting past a tough boss or something, we put we push the, the trophy unlock button and we hear pa-ching oh, and then we go, yeah, Ching. yeah, yeah, I did it. Oh, yeah. And it'll give us that same feeling and we'll feel right and feel right. good. I'm like, we did it. Ah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's a good idea. You know, that probably plays more of my Switch games and stuff and get mm-hmm. through them all. If, you know, I could get some kind of weird sugar-coated reward for it. That's right. I like that idea. So, with that being said, I did not play any of those games. When I had free time, I played two games. Well, maybe three, sort of. I played Destiny 2 uh, and got a little bit farther. We had a really bad... It was really weird. We had a, a terrible night. Mm-hmm. All right, we're supposed to be raiding. Terrible night. wasn't working out. And I, I gave the excuse. I said, hey, you know, I've I've done MMOs and I've played these types of games forever. So I, I can feel it. You know, I understand what's going on here. And I go, hey, it's just not it's not our night. Tonight's not the night. We yeah. got to just call it here. And the other individual who is the one who makes the calls knows this. Mm-hmm. He knows that it's not going to happen. He's, he's raided with me for years and years and hundreds of years before. And he goes, no, we're going to make it work. And he, this guy's got a headache, mind you. He's got a migraine. He's not feeling real good. He wants off as well. 
But he's so stubborn, he won't just concede to the fates mm-hmm. that it's not going to work for us tonight. And you can see it. And we kept having, we kept wiping on. We've we've busted through this raid like in thirty minutes flat. Each yeah. boss pop 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 weeks in a row. We got it covered, but everyone's screwing up. Everyone's constantly making mistakes and dying. And it's like, let's just call it. Let's just, you know, let this be a bye week. Go to the next time. Mm -hmm. So we went about an hour and 10, 15 minutes just busting our heads against this before finally I I was like, yeah, we got, we guys just, let's just go to sleep. And finally everybody went, okay, fine. It's a, it's a wash. Mm -hmm. So I was like, come on. In the future, let's just listen to old Papa Eric when he says, mm-hmm. this ain't going to work tonight, boys and girls. You just listen. Let's just call tonight because I've sensed it. I felt it. I know when the night is not going to work and when people are not just in it to win it. Uh-huh. So, God, God bless. Let's not waste time in the future and call it a day. So, we did that. And then I played some Doom. Mm-hmm. Got in there. Rocked it out. Did a level. Did a little bit of Twitch streaming. Had some fun with that. Yep. Speaking of which, I got to get back into that because I got to get to the next level done and then go back and do a little bit of farming because I want to get some one-ups because I think in the next stream, I want to actually try to go for one of the um, the Slayer challenges yeah, so yeah. I can get one of the uh, big dog keys and mm-hmm. spice it up a little bit because I keep ending at about 50, 52 minutes and I'm trying for a solid hour. Mm-hmm. So I want to I wanna get to that point where I can start doing all the the, uh, the side bonus missions and mm-hmm. the Slayer quests, etc. Because I think that'll beef it up to an hour, hour, ten minutes or so. Mm-hmm. But because I'm not confident as I am, I didn't want to do it because I have no saved lives, no extras, no nothing. Yeah. And of course, when you're watching a stream of this individuals doing the same content over and over and dying and dying, people lose interest, take off. So I got a little background work on that, getting there so I can go ahead and make that a little bit uh, more of a good time when I'm playing. And then I played Persona 5 Royal, man. Mm-hmm. You know it. You yeah. know it was going to happen. Uh-huh. Had a blast doing that. All sorts of fun. Like you said, anytime that game comes on, it's just the magic, just the music, the characters, knowing that I got this huge swath of time to relax, have fun, hang out with my friends, do what I want to do, get the confidants I want up, and the whole time all that music's banging, all the scenery is banging, everything is falling together, feeling great. It's a masterpiece of a game. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about it more at some later date, but let me just say, wow, it's so good. And that was my week, Mr. Matt. That was us individually this week. Together as a team this week, we recorded the Shifter Monthly Topping for patreon.com slash me. Keep an eye out for that sometime this weekend, probably, or sometime in the next few days, regardless. And then next week, we don't have anything to do because IG2G has become part of this show at least a little bit when there's not a lot of Gearbox stuff. You know, look, you I explained it. You understand it. You'll see it probably next week because we won't have mm-hmm. something big like the Borderlands show. But what we will have, I can guarantee it, our shift codes for Golden Keys in something because this week we had them in Borderlands 2 and Borderlands 3 thanks to the Borderlands show. So hit up the Twitter, the, the forums, the Instagram. Hit up your preferred shift code provider and get yourself some free loot in two fantastic games. Indeed, you're going to want to get that loot. You're going to want to get that loot because you want to get your mayhem levels up higher and higher. So you want to get that loot according to said mayhem level and go grind some more of the cartel event because it's going away pretty soon. So you better get your butts in there, get that gear, and get to playing. And speaking of getting to playing, 
Well, you couldn't get to playing for a little bit because the shift servers were down. They had some shift downtime. What do you think that could be? Oh, wait, I got the answer for you. It's that Borderlands Ultimate Collection that's coming out on the Switch next Friday, the 29th. You're going to get it in your hot little hands. You're going to get shift codes for Golden Keys in all those games. All the things I was talking about, and you're like, I'm not putting Borderlands 2 back in. Well, when you get Switch, and it's all connected up through Sw- through, the, through the shift stuff, and your Switch, and your Twitch, and your Itch, and your... and Well, I, I can't say the other thing that rhymes with that. <laughs> It's a PG show, ladies and gentlemen. You're going to be putting the shift codes in that. So enjoy this. I mean, don't complain about the shift downtime because it's going to pay off for you on your Switch later. Look, you get what I'm saying. You get it. Oh, I know what you're saying. And I'm also just saying, we talked about this before. I'm like, God bless it. Borderlands 2 on a Switch next week. Mm-hmm. We've said this before. We've talked about it before. I want this. I want to play this, but I cannot justify getting Borderlands 2 again. Mm-hmm. I've already purchased this game three times. I can't do it again. Well, just just think, because it comes with two other games as a bonus. So when you when you get it, you get all the games. And apparently, I I was I wasn't sure about it, but from the footage they were showing, apparently it comes with all the DLCs and everything. So you can play uh-huh. Gage all over again. You can play Krieg. You can play Doppelganger in pre sequel. Mm-hmm. Like I well, like Athena's, you know what I'm saying? They even mentioned that on the Borderlands show. Mitsu mm-hmm. was excited about it. He wanted to throw them shields. Mm-hmm. Like I've told you, I want to play pre-sequel again, but I've already bought it twice. I'm not going to buy a pre-sequel for a third time. But maybe I will end up caving and having to do it when it's on sale. I buy stuff on them Switch sales, dude. I guess, you know. That's true. Give me a good sale. Switch sales come along, who knows? It might happen. It might not. Either way, I'm stoked. I'm glad it's there. We begged for it and talked about it for years when mm. the Switch was first coming out. Here it is, years later, finally coming, which bodes well for Borderlands 3 someday coming to the Switch too. Maybe so. In which case, that'll be hilarious, and I'll probably have to buy it again on another console. <sighs> to buy it here, yeah. buy it on the Switch, buy it on PS5. Get on PC for free from Epic. Yeah, when when they have the PS5 Handsome Jack Collection Edition, mm-hmm. which is oh my gosh, oh my <laughs> gosh, man! <That'll- laughs> Stop crying, Eric. I got better news for you. Thank if you. you. If you all me. remember, Borderlands Three was up for three People's Voice Awards in the Webby Awards for Best Game Design, Best Art Direction, and Best User Experience. Guess what? They won all three. All three of those things, Borderlands Three is great at. Game design, art direction, user experience. That's all fantastic. It deserved to win. We said it before when I announced that they were up for nominations for it. They won it. Congratulations, Borderlands 3, everybody at Gearbox. You guys did it. You made a great game, and you're getting recognized for it. It's a good thing. Indeed you are. You should be recognized because it is a fantastic game. It is a beautifully wonderful game, in which case we have spent a billion hours playing and enjoying and we hope to continue to do so, especially with all the upcoming events, etc., etc. Ah, I cannot wait. But before you get to those upcoming events, we got hot fixes in current events. Oh man, current no, events we like don't. breaking news. Oh, rip from the headlines. <laughs> so we can't even go into all the things that these hot fixes fixed. But I mean, I know there's at least one that stood out for you, Eric, and there's one that stood out for me. It might not be the same one, but we're gonna have to each have one that we're gonna talk about. <laughs> well, the the only one to me that mattered, man, and I'm sure to you, but you're going to explain the other one regardless, was, of course, the Change Rare Spawns in the Guns, Love, and Tentacles campaign add-on mm-hmm. to Always Spawn. Fantastic, yeah. beautiful, wonderful. I want to build a farm, and I don't want to have to come back to that area 50,000 times, hoping that that uh, Rare Spawn's going to be there. Mm-hmm. So, this fixed it. 
There you go. You want a specific item or a thing from this particular enemy? Go there. It's going to be there. You get to kill him, her, whatever, and come back and do it over and over and over and over and over until that perfect, perfectly rolled gun or shield mod or whatever is in your hands. And man, you can do that in another piece of content because the thing that affects me the most, the absolute most, is Wotan was not dropping his guns. He was not dropping his take down the Maliwan Black Sight weapons in Mayhem 4. So they addressed that issue. So now, if you're rolling through in your farm and you want to get that perfectly rolled anointed Woden drop in in specifically Mayhem 4, because they didn't mention any other <laughs> levels of Mayhem, they're just like, 4? No, screw you, you're done. Now that's fixed. Go ahead and get yourself some Mayhem 4 Woden guns. Mayhem? I don't know. It, there may be a hen. There might be a chicken running around. In Mayhem 4, get yourself some Woden guns. It's a great time. See, we didn't have to worry about that. We we wasn't in Mono Mayhem 4, so we was getting them guns. We was getting all the good loot. We Only Mayhem 4. We barely made it through on the default setting. <laughs> do that, that was way back in the day. That was way back in the day. You know, I think we got to come back at it. I keep saying it on the episode. We got mm. we got to get back in there and go screw around with the new uh, tailored to our characters, tailored to it, you know. And especially now that I actually have good guns, like I actually mm-hmm. have like not just two Atlas guns that I run with. I have yeah. one Atlas gun and then a couple other guns. Yeah, it should be fun to actually do this time. I agree. Plus, we got to get my character level back up, if you remember correctly. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's not going to happen this weekend, though. No, it is not. But we got to get her leveled back up. I got to get my skins all back and my, my heads, all the good stuff, because mm. I lost everything. So... It's kind of actually nice because once again, I'm like, every time a head or a skin pops, yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't have that one. I don't have that one. Mm-hmm. But on the other end, I'm like, I had all these. I had everything. Oh, mm-hmm. why am I, I got to collect it all again? Oh, so when we get on, face. I'm like, dude, put on your bird head. It's bird head day, but I don't have yeah, bird head no. yet. Oh. Put on your horse head. head. I don't have horse head either. I don't have horse head. Yeah, it does sting. It, but, you know, whatever. Life is what it is. I can't fix it. So I got to go in there and just recreate everything I have, which I've had to do for everything. So to hell with it. There's no segue. You, you started off with like life stinks. And I was going to say what doesn't stink is the Borderlands show because it was back this oh, week. Well, hang on. It Will was you- back today. <laughs> but uh, it was. Hang on. We, no. Hang on. I got to watch this. Watch late. this. No. You know what? I know. I got to go. Uh, you know what? It stinks. It it stinks, Matt. But it don't stink like a horse's stank. You know what I mean? <laughs> and what a horse's stank is like the dude. <laughs> this is why Danny is so leaving bad. the show because of stupid shit like this, Eric. <laughs> oh, it's too good. Sorry. <laughs> I had, to, I had to try. I had to try. That was an ultimate fail. But thank you for Danny for leaving that in because that was quality content for our listeners to laugh at how dumb we are. The other big piece of news this week was the Borderlands show that dropped today as we're recording this at twitch.tv slash Borderlands, youtube.com slash Borderlands game. It was Greg Miller. It was Fran Mirabella III. It was Mitsu. And they had a special guest later in the episode. But they started off by talking about all the things we've been talking about already. So the first uh, half hour of the episode was a waste of time. Just listen to Third Shift mm-hmm. instead, instead of the Borderlands show. I, we said we weren't going to rip on it, but I got to get it out there. I got to say, come on. Oh, it's the truth, though. That, that part's the truth. If you want your day-to-day, your week-to-week, you got to listen to our show, all right? The Borderlands show, they come on once every couple months, every whatever months. 
And then they just kind of give you that big old down and dirty brand new spanking mm-hmm. fresh stuff. They, they of course add in what they've been up to, but as you said, it's weeks old. Everybody's been in there. Everybody's already played all that content, done it, mastered it, gone on to farming, gone on to other games because they've already got the best roles, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So that's not what anybody's there for. They're all there for what we all know they're there for, which is the reveals of all the new content that Gearbox has coming our way. Oh, yeah. And the first piece of new content was we got a the sneakiest of peaks, which I really appreciated. Because usually when they're playing the new content, they show a little bit too much. I think they finally got the word and they were like, all right, we're going to show some footage in the background that's super vague. And we're going to talk about it and say, well, I don't want to spoil too much for everybody. But they talked about the next takedown event. Takedown at the Guardian Breach which is coming on, should I say it right now? I'll just say it right now. It's coming on the 4th of June, coming up right at the end of the Cartels event. And hey, bonus bit of news that I forgot to throw in earlier in the episode. There was a tiny, I think it was a tweet, or maybe just something from Borderlands or Gearbox in general saying, hey, the anointment changes, or the anointments that were dropped into the Cartels event. People were saying they love those so much that those will be sticking around after the event itself ends. So if you're looking for some specific anointed gear that was rolling in that event, that's going to be added to the general loot pool. So don't be sad when it ends. Be sad when the event ends because the event itself is so cool and fresh, but then be Mm -hmm. happy because the anointments are staying around and the next takedown event will be coming that same very day. So you will have new fresh stuff to do. And what, what, what did you hear about this event that got you excited, Eric, or did you not get excited about it at all? Well, I got very excited, and I was pleasantly surprised because this event's coming at the tail end, of course, of the cartel ending, which, by the way, in preparation for all of this, they didn't do any sort of mini-event this week, so nothing's happening. Mm-hmm. They got all the takeover of the worlds all over, all that good stuff. Oh, yeah, true. But, and I do also want to state, we were right. I, know, I mean, I know we're right. We're always right. Of course. But Greg and all of them... Loved the cartel event. Oh, yeah. Thought it was fantastic. Thought the music was smoking. The environment was beautiful. So it just kind of makes you feel good because, like, yeah, everybody else also thought it was a fantastic, wonderful piece of uh, content. And all of them thought it should stay and stick around forever instead mm-hmm. of just being an event that was just, hey, here and gone till next year, which I also agree with. I don't, I'm not saying it has to be just permanent there all the time, but I would love it to be that particular one anyway, at least more than just one time a year because it doesn't have any particular theme. Yeah. So I feel like that one could come about, you know, here and there, just throughout the year whenever things are slower or something. Yeah. I mean, I 100% agree. I would like it to stick around forever or at least be toggleable. Just be in the state all the time. And if you don't want cartel enemies dropping in when you're trying to do whatever else, just turn it off. But I think the only, the only thing that would keep them from doing that is, I mean, you and I saw it every time we played – legendaries just spewed out everywhere all the time Mm -hmm. we played that so if they was there that would be your farming spot you would never farm anything else you would just go there and just have legendaries just raining down on your face constantly it would kind of break the flow but i mean i don't care i'm not a big farmer guy anyway i just like seeing big old oranges and orange stars and circles on my map exactly i would agree with that i hope they consider it and make it uh, into something here in the future but Back to the main question is, how do I perceive this wonderful new takedown? Mm-hmm. I am stoked. Because as you know, I do the raid and I do all the craziness. I love that in other games. 
And they were like, hey, guess what? Tannis is going to send you to Minus Prime, and there you're going to go ahead and see what's going on with all these crazy uh, guardians, etc. Well, you find some rogue ones out there. Not only are you just there killing these crazy rogue guardians, having a blast as your typical Volt Hunter does, but they've got jumping puzzles in there, regular mm-hmm. kind of puzzles in there. They've got low grav, so it's you're back on the moon, baby. Oh, yeah. It's like being back on the moon. You're floating around trying to get those really cool, crazy jumps accomplished, and the whole time solving the problem, taking care of these awesome, cool-looking guardians, and then... Uh, the big boss at the end, which they have a big picture here and the whole thing. I don't know if that's supposed to be the big boss. I think it is. It looks like it is. I can't wait to take it down and see what kind of abilities it has and how we're supposed to run around the map and use whatever it is. It sounds interesting. sounds cool. I like the promise that it's going to be more than just a shoot enemies, fight boss, be the, be the end. It's going to have all sorts of cool puzzles and things to do along the way to keep you interested. Yeah, 100% agree with everything you just said. I mean, I've talked about the Molly Wan Black Sight thing. The only thing I don't like about it is the big boss is just a big shielded thing that shoots the crap out of you, and you got to shoot the crap out of it. And you can run and do like the little tower jump up and downs, but when it focuses on you, either you're dead or you're fast enough to get away, and that's pretty much it. So I'm I'm excited. I was definitely excited to hear about platforming puzzles, actual puzzle puzzles, like moving this and putting this these two things together to get this to open up. And then hopefully, like you said, that even carries over into the boss itself. Maybe it is like a Woten thing of just big giant shields and big dumb shoots. But if you do the jumping puzzle over here, you drop his shields for a while, something like that. It'd be really interesting. It'd be really cool. I can't wait to get my hands on it. I can't wait to see more, but I don't want to see so much more that I see that boss you're talking about. Because I don't, I didn't see that part. So I'm not going to look at that part because I want to spoil don't nothing look for myself. At it. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I don't know why they put it in there, because honestly, I would have liked to keep it a surprise myself. So, mm-hmm. uh, whatever. Hopefully, it's just one of the side ones, not the main, main boss. Yeah. But uh, time will tell on June 4th once we're in there, of course. Hopefully, they didn't spoil it for me. Otherwise, I'm coming after you, Gearbox. <laughs> no, no, Uh-oh. you can't do that. No, that's no. that's not true. COVID-19's out there. I can't leave the house. You're safe. <laughs> But they didn't say much more about that, which, again, like I said, I appreciated. And someone else who wasn't leaving the house, even during the Borderlands show, was Matt Cox, because they brought him in because he is the lead developer on the new DLC, which we were getting the first, not hands-on, but the first look at, the first details of DLC 3. DLC 3, as they said in the Borderlands show, is dead. It's now called Bounty of Blood, A Fistful of Redemption, it's all Western themed, just like we saw the teaser trailer of all kinds of really cool, really cool teases and discussions and and screenshots and video from this. So we're just I'm just gonna say hodgepodge, higgledy piggledy, shotgun it. What what stood out for you, Mr. Eric? All right. Well, we got three things that really kinda stood out for me, got me excited. One of them is the new mounts. Mm-hmm. These new mounts are only available and only usable in the uh, DLC. Mm-hmm. So while you're on this planet, figuring out, getting rid of these old devil riders, you got this really cool half mechanical, half monsterish, you know, motorcycle looking ride that you're cruising around on. Mm-hmm. And while you're there, you cannot use any other catch a ride vehicle except for this yeah. to keep you immersed in this area in this environment plus it has all of its own cool little ways to attack and destroy things it's got mm-hmm. like mortars and stuff those are looking fantastic 
So I was super stoked about that. I agree that that is pretty cool. I was excited when he said it was exclusive to the DLC and you could only use those vehicles or mounts in the DLC. Like you said, it just keeps you immersed in, in the new zones, in the new areas, instead of just like, oh, well, whatever, just switch over to the truck and everybody jump in and we drive around. But that was number one for you. Number one for me, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but it got me excited and it got me happy that he said, aside from the Vault Hunters, there is that there are no returning cast members in this DLC. It's all new characters. It's a whole new planet. It's nowhere we've been before. It's no one we've seen before. It's its own self-contained story on this planet that doesn't stretch into, you know, oh man, Claptrap came down here and oh man, here comes Hammerlock and all, all you know, Lilith's here too. Not like I dislike those characters, but I like new things. I like new things, new ways to play. I like new areas. I like new environments. That's what we talked about with the first DLC, the little planning phase. It was all new, a whole new presentation. I like all new things. This sounds like it's going to be, not like everything's going to be new because you're still going to shoot stuff and drive around on vehicles, but even just the characters who are giving you the missions, they're all new. Everything's new, and I'm excited for it. I can't wait. I can't wait for that as well. I was stoked to see that. It's a whole new environment, whole new cast of characters, having a great time. And, of course, when you're speaking to characters, it kind of sprung the idea. Of course, my second one was the narrator. Yes. There is a new narrator here going through with you. And I'm going to assume that it's going to be the old Western style Mm -hmm. narrator. Having a good time. Everything you do, apparently, this narrator is going to kind of talk about a little bit or have a side note or even a conversation with you here and there. And apparently, it's an actual individual inside game something that's supposed to be there with you but he was kind of elusive to like if it's in your head or how that's all going to play out but you only see this character a couple times maybe well what he actually said is you don't ever see this character it's just audio character so he is a person was it? i could have no because because they they kept pestering him they were like so is it going to be somebody running around with you and he went no it's only audio that's it so i, th- I think it's it's a character in the world but he's, you know, maybe he's the old man who is sitting on the on the porch out there and he watched it all happen type of thing. Uh-huh. But I got to say, I was 100% excited for that, too, because uh, I just finished Bastion, which had the exact same thing. And I was like, man, if it's like an old gravelly Bastion guy saying, oh, the the, the, the bounty hunters, because they said they call them bounty hunters mm-hmm. instead of Not all hunters. Hunter, bounty hunter. The bounty hunters went down into the cave and they started what they found under there. I could barely repeat to you. And like, oh, man, I can't wait to get in this cave. So cool. I, I love the idea. I can't wait to see the execution of it. And just the humor of it all. I, yeah. I love that kind of stuff because you can twist everything and then, of course, break the fourth wall and have your Vault Hunter, of course, talk back to said mm-hmm. imaginary you know, narrator. A lot of possibilities there, and Gearbox, I know, is going to take advantage of that and make it really cool. Mm-hmm. So that was that was one of the things. And, of course, I remember the third one, but what about you, Matt? What's the next one you got for well, me? Well, another one is something that it's, – it's a small thing, but it's something that gets me excited – was Matt Cox was talking about one of the first side characters you meet in the game or in the DLC. You rescue him, and then he's like, oh, he's actually a musician who plays at this bar. And he basically, you know, he'll, when you go visit him immediately after that side quest, he'll sing a song about the side quest. And then the more stuff you do in the DLC, the more he'll add to his song. So you basically have rescued a bard who's going to sing your tales, the, you know, the, the song of your tales as you do them in the game. And then 
kind of related to that, he was talking about one of the collectibles being like, you know, there's a movie theater in one of these towns, and you can find these little film reels all over the place. Reel one, two, three, four, five, six, you know, however many. And as you bring them back to the movie theater, you can stand in the movie theater and watch the movie that you've brought back to life. You've grabbed one reel, maybe it's out of order, maybe it's this or that, but once you collect them all, you get a little reward of just sitting there and watching the whole movie play out. I love stuff like that. It actually makes me want to do all the side quests and get all the collectibles and find all the things instead of getting enough to sort of get a trophy and then go, that's too much work. Instead of now, instead of just getting a trophy, now I get to watch a thing, I get to hear a thing. You and me get to sit there drunkenly and listen to this idiot sing about how awesome we are when we just stumbled through and Mr. Beef and Iron Bear did all the work. It's going to be great. It is going to be great. I can't wait for that as well. Since you mentioned that whole thing, I don't have to. I love it. Thank you, man. Mm -hmm. I appreciate you talking about how that town's going to change as you go. It's great. Something else that changed up that I was super stoked to hear about was the fact that they're adding in like uh, environmental spots or things Mm -hmm. that change everything. So they got like the the breeze blooms, which will lift you up in the air and you get that whole cool, nice like flying effect mm-hmm. going they've got um they got the one uh the one that temporarily turned trader weed trader weed mm-hmm. which turns enemies onto your side for a limited amount of time they've also talked about like some teleportation device thing that's out there and on top of all that which i already was like sweet i love environmental things that you can use mm-hmm. to skip over crap and find secrets and find ways through he specifically said matt cox being he hey there's going to be spots with our new cool, you know, environmental things that you can affect that are going to lead you to secrets. Mm-hmm. So you're going to want to watch out for ways you can interact with several of them at the same time to find secrets. I love it. I love it when I can look around, which I do anyway. Even if yep. no one tells me their secrets, mm-hmm. I just naturally always look around and now have the opportunity to maybe actually have a secret to find in the environment that I'm looking around in, I can't wait. I cannot wait to see the breeze bloom and go, wait a minute, if I float over there, you see that little ledge right there? Maybe if I get it right there and I get the thing right there, and I'll be able to hop over there. Maybe what's over there? I don't know. We're going to find out, and then we're going to get whatever secrets they have for us. Yeah, 100% agree with everything you just said. You know, you know, listener, you, listener, know we love secrets. We love exploring stuff. We love going off the map. And we get really sad when we find nothing. So to hear that they are building areas to use these special abilities to get secrets, it's just good. It's awesome. And then when I was rewatching that segment again, they had a little, you know, a little gameplay video of what exactly what he was talking about. And you could see the player like use a trader weed on the big one, run around here, hit it with the shotgun, shotgun weed, whatever it was called, where, you know, he shot one and it like, shotgunned out a bunch of heavy damage projectiles uh-huh. and then used the blo- used the breeze blossom to hop over here it looked like like a really fun addition to that general borderlands gameplay loop of just kind of like circle strafe around and shoot things or throw out an ability and kind of back off it was use this thing and then circle over here and use a new angle take a jump over here to get out of the line of fire of this it was just a. It looked like fun ways of moving and fighting enemies that we don't normally have. Anything you can add on to the game is good, in my opinion. I love it. I do. I, I really, really like everything I heard today 
I mean, between the takedown where they're introducing uh, puzzles, jump puzzles, mm-hmm. the low gravity, they're trying to make it so you're in the environment and participating in said environment. And then they went on to talk about how you're going to get your jet bikes in this and you're going to use those. Have a great time. Be immersed in this cool Wild West thing. Have the the, the environmental things to help you find secrets. Do stuff. I feel like they're doing what we talked about, which is mm-hmm. just utilize the areas they have and the spaces and the things that you should be able to do into more of a story, more of a you being in there doing it instead of just mm-hmm. on a on a rail kill all the psychos and then hey look ha 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 a big joke or a big set piece and then it's over. Yeah. Now, this I, I'm really on board right now with where Gearbox is going with all their content mm-hmm. and how they're just venturing out and trying all sorts of new stuff. It's got me stoked. I can't wait. Yeah. And one last thing for me that's got me stoked is just the whole visual design of the town they've been showing. Because uh-huh. they said not only are they taking like traditional Wild West experiences, but they're also merging in like, you know, because a lot of those samurai themes have the same type of Wild West theme. You know, old samurai movies like The Magnificent Seven. It's all, they're all the same type of thing. You can tra- you can translate it and share these stories. And so that whole town they were showing that, I don't know if that's the intro town or just the only town in the game or whatever, it had a definite asian theme to it one of the characters mm-hmm. they showed off rose had a definite like asian theme to her dress and her tattoos and the way she looked so it just got me excited for that like samurai western i love mashups like that and to see it here and executed so well and looking so good and fresh and cool and new that got me super excited too so everything we've said everything they said on the show and then everything i saw with my eyeballs got me so excited for this dlc like you said, I'm so happy with the way the Gearbox is going with these, especially these last two DLCs. I can't wait to see what happens even more in the future, too. Well, they talked about it, Matt, and they got me stoked for it because we all talked about how much we loved the Claptrastic clap Voyage, all mm-hmm. right? It was crazy. It was bonanzas. And then they said, hey, look, we're not going to talk about it, but we're going to give you a little concept art. And so they put up this beautiful piece where it's got Krieg centered in there, beautiful colors coming off of it. It looks to the right mm-hmm. like some kind of weird car, Miami Vice type thing. On the left, it looks like some kind of weird island adventures or something with bamboo and, and water. Mm-hmm. Very colorful, very, really weird and surreal. So it's immediately got me like, oh, okay, they're, they're doing it again. Mm-hmm. They're going to go off the wall. You're going into Creek's Head, which we've theorized in the past when they first brought all this up. And you're going to be in for a crazy adventure that totally bends all the rules because they're going to go into some place that allows them Mm -hmm. to not stick to any sort of norms. And I'm on top of everything else I just said, seeing that, I went, dang, they're going to finish this up with a shotgun right to the face. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we we didn't get to see a lot and we heard that we were... We heard the tease from Randy Pitchford at PAX saying, oh, we're going to have a voyage into the mind of the of the world's craziest psycho. And we all knew what that meant. But to see it out and to see like two, or, or, I mean, at least two, because it's just, you know, one piece of concept art, two different worlds that this guy can, or can live in or thinks he lives in or, you know, just... It just puts so many cool ideas in my head. Of, even if it is just two worlds, just if they're constantly shifting back and forth, who knows what's going to happen in this crazy DLC? It's everything we've talked about before that we wanted. Because Claptastic Voyage was amazing, Tiny Tina's was amazing. the The big final DLC, or you know, of the season pass, is always some weird, wild thing. I'm glad to see that. 
we're assuming it's definitely going to be that way again for this one. Yeah, yeah. I, this this was the greatest Borderlands show, even though I dissed on the first half hour of it. <laughs> it, it. It paid off in the second half hour. Everything was amazing and great. Indeed it did. And you've already mentioned, of course, June 4th is when you get a hold of the new takedown, but June 25th, of course, is when the new DLC itself hits. Just so in time for my birthday. Happy birthday oh, to me on Gearbox New. Gearbox New. Because I talk about my birthday all the time on the show when it's birthday time. And they were like, oh, we, we got we got something good for you here, Matt. We're going to, we're going to, there you go. Enjoy that one. Thank you, Gearbox. Oh, I appreciate yeah, it. They did it. They love you, Matt. And that's what matters is that they really, really love you. But it's all coming up. We're right around the corner yeah. from all these cool events. So regardless of what happens with the real world and if you're stuck inside, you can rest assured there's a whole bunch of Gearbox stuff going on coming up soon, and it's got me excited. Yeah, it's got me 100% excited, too. And that pretty much wraps it up for the Borderlands show. They had a mailbag section also, which had some pretty in- interesting info in it, so I would recommend you guys go check that out if you want some info on some little Easter eggs that Matt Cox talked about that he hid inside of Borderlands 3, the base game. Lots of cool info there. I mean, the uh, the final boss fight Easter egg I thought was really cool because I would tell you that was really cool. I would never have thought of it because I never. No, I, I don't like. To, <laughs> I I, would just, I just mm-hmm. never do it. No, I agree with that. I don't want to spoil it. Go go check out the Borderlands show over there if you want to know. But I will say that 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 fight and how you can do something. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I was like, huh. Well, I would have never thought of that, but cool. Now I have to. Now I've got to go back in uh-huh. and check it out. Yeah, because that fight's so easy for me. I send Mr. Beef out, mm-hmm. and I stand back and shoot. I don't, maybe the thing doesn't even happen to me. Maybe it happens to Mr. Beef, and I just never noticed it. I don't know. Who knows? Exactly. But now you will, because you're going to go check it out. That's right. <laughs> we're going to know now, because we're definitely going to go check it out. I recommend you guys go check out that Q&A session at the end of the show, because like I said, not just one, but two cool little Easter eggs there. So that wraps it up for the Borderlands show, and I think that wraps it up for Third Shift this week. There ain't much left to say other than that this is probably Danny's last episode. So if you guys have any farewell wishes to Danny, she's moving on to greener pastures and bluer skies and deeper oceans, broad, broader pastures. I don't know. I, broader I, pastures. Here's the truth of it. She's becoming a star. She's becoming she's a star. Becoming a five star. And, and we're going to eat her up. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> It's the five-star story, boys and girls. You know how this goes. There's no happy ending. She's no longer a human. She's a star for Third Shift to consume. This was her five-star story. These 195 episodes were Danny's five-star story. It's been her five-star story. She lived it, and now she's died of it. (laughs) So if you guys have any farewell wishes to Danny, if you want to send her, I mean, please do actually send her thanks for her service here at third shift through 195 episodes you can find her at usakoya 84 on twitter or if you just want to send it to us we'll forward it on to her via email at the new third shift email third shift me at gmail.com as always you can find us on twitter at third shift me find us on facebook under third shift you can find us over there on that wonderful old facebook you can also find us over on patreon we treat it just like a Beautiful little old tip jar. You like what you hear, like what we're up to, want to support us, help us out, keep us motivated, keep us with the lights on, paying the bills, staying around. You can throw us one buck, two bucks, three bucks, five bucks, thousand bucks, or maybe even that coveted one million dollars, in which case we will open up the food line. Oh my gosh, is that still a thing? Because one of the tripods is gone. One part of the tripod's gone. So now we got a lot of things we got to think about. We got to find a new mascot. 
Yeah. Dude, I just had to dump and, all and those koi fish, fish back in the river that oh, I was holding on to, you know? Well, did the dam break, though? I mean, I, I, what's going on with that? I mean, I dropped what them. happened to those koi fish? <laughs> I mean, I did have them in this giant tank. I had to dump it somewhere, dude. I mean, uh, no, I, I, yeah. I, clearly I put them in like uh, the Grand River here in Lansing. I, yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. like they'll, drive they'll away that, to dump an invasive uh-huh. species in a foreign body of water. No, right? well, that's illegal. I would never do, do that. that. <laughs> no. Illegal. Oh, he. Jeez, old beats. Anyways, while we figure out all that, you can give us that $1 million and we're going to do some stuff with Food Line because we promised it. But holy moly. Maybe Babies and Jars are still there. Maybe the unpatented but soon-to-be-patented cold cocks will still be there. It's a wild, crazy new world. Maybe a wild west, as some would say, just as Gearbox is coming along, doing their own thing. We, too, are forging a new path in the wild west. But this path will continue on the train tracks. We're, we're, see, we're laying down the railroad across. We're gonna we're gonna cross the country with the transcontinental mm-hmm. railroad and connect Ooh, the wild west to the back home east. Because this train is going to keep on rolling. Third shift will be back in your ear holes on the 29th of May for our very next episode. And you can find that episode on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean, on Spotify, and on YouTube. And as I always say, if you like what we're doing and you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, a rating, a review, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services. Because it does help us out. And we really do appreciate it. Even Danny appreciates it. Even though she's becoming a five star. Twinkle, 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 twinkle. Star noises. Oh, here she goes. The beautiful thing here, boys. She's like that Kirby star. Just whoosh, whoosh. Here she comes. Little sparkles. Mm -hmm. We don't even have to have a five star story because you've just witnessed a five star story, everybody. Mm -hmm. All right? Years in the making. It has happened. You've just seen one of us evaporate into a star. I assume we're going to consume that star. But, you know, who knows? Who really knows? But I think we're going to. When this show's over, I'm going to go snatch the star and eat it. For third shift, of course. I mean, it's not good to eat right before bed, but I'm, I'm going to, I'll do it. I'll sacrifice for You'll the do show. It too. Okay, thank you. Appreciate that. We got to do it for the show. <laughs> so, Danny, we thank you for becoming a five star for us. We're going to enjoy it and consume it and uh, grow brighter and be brighter. In the future ahead. And we do thank you for your service, Danny. We appreciate you being here for almost four solid years of third shift. It's been a wild, crazy ride. We're sorry to see you go, but things must be what they got to be. Become that star. Fill my belly up with your half-starness. Eric will Eric will eat the other half. And, it, it, and as we resort to not really cannibalism, because it's not cannibalism if you eat a star. You're no longer a person yet. There's something else to say, but... <laughs> Don't forget to say it. Shut up and sit down. Delicious. <laughs>